0: Welcome to the daily study of The Way of Mastery. Today, we are diving into the text, book one, The Way of the Heart, lesson one, The Way That Calls You Home. And we're just looking at the first paragraph here. You know, it's very easy when you get a book to just, get into it and start reading and, okay, first paragraph, second paragraph, okay, I'm reading for like the nuggets, the wisdom, the teachings, and as the introduction of the way of mastery says, each line, each word has its own vibration is designed to help awaken you to connect to something deep inside of you, and if we slow down enough, we can really see how rich each paragraph, each line is, and we're going to do that today, just in the first three sentences of the whole text. So Jeshua says, beloved friends, I come forth to abide with you where you believe yourself to be. I come not for myself, but for you. I come not to teach you, but to love you until you choose from the depth within your own being to set aside every illusion you have ever given credence to and to remember the truth, which alone is true. So let's break it down. Jeshua says, I come to abide where you believe yourself to be. That's so loving, like he's meeting us where we're at. We're in this illusion of separation. The 3D world is the illusion of separation. I believe I'm a body, you're a body, the phone is over here, like it's this belief in separation, that's what the ego is. It's just, to quote A Course in Miracles, a tiny mad idea that somehow we've done the impossible which is separate from all that is. That there's God and the universe and then there's us. And when we believe that, we believe that our job is to survive, is is the physical body survival. And we strive and we effort and we claw and we do everything we can to maintain our own specialness, to maintain this own identity of me that somehow I'm separate. And so Jeshua is just so lovingly being, like, hey, I'm meeting you where you're at, Right. How loving is that? Think about a kid that's afraid of monsters in the closet. You can't just be like, hey, kid, you don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, there's no monsters. There's only clothes. Let's be rational about this. No, you got to meet them where they're at. Like, hear them. See them. Speak to how they're feeling. And then you can offer another way maybe for them to see it. But they're not going to even get there if you are just talking above them or down to them. So that's what Jeshua is doing in this whole text. And then he says, "I come not to teach you, but to love you." Again, he's—it's a message of empowerment, where he, he's saying, "Like I'm not like here to impart information on you that you don't know. Like I'm giving you something because you're lacking it. And when you know it, you'll be better or different or whatever." No, he's not. That's not the message throughout this text. It's like I'm giving. I'm. I'm just reminding you of what you already know to be true. So healing is remembering, as we'll get to in this text. How empowering is that? And even more empowering, he says, I come not to teach you but to love you until you choose from the depth within your own being to set aside every illusion. So it has to be our choice. Jeshua can't choose for us. Angels, guides, they can't make the choice for us. God's not choosing for us. God's not changing our mind because that goes against the gift of sovereignty, of free will. So it must be our choice. And Jeshua and our angels and guides in the universe can conspire for us, can guide us, can put us in in, in, and manifest situations that are for us that we can see and use. But we have to make the choice. How empowering is that? And we all have that, the ego part inside that feels like a victim. We all have the part that wants someone to come and save us, that wants someone to do it for us because it's hard or we're scared. And that's how loving Jeshua is. He's like, I can't do it for you. I'm not doing it for you. You have to choose, but I'll guide and love you every step of the way and remind you every step of the way who you are. And then this last part, until you set aside every illusion you've ever bought into, Think about all the illusions we buy into, these illusions of separation, these illusions of lack, the illusion of unworthiness, the illusion that we're powerless, right? These are huge illusions. Think about it. When This idea that when something happens in my life, that thing I'm waiting for or wanting to happen, when the person loves me, when the job shows up, when the money is there, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be at peace. Then I'll forgive. Then I'll feel good about myself. Then I'll be powerful. All of these illusions, the illusions that something that may have happened to you in your human experience defines who you are. Oh, this traumatic, horrific experience happened to me. That must be evidence that I'm unlovable, that something's wrong with me, that I'm damaged. Illusion. The illusion that something external can define who I am. Illusion. So Jesus is saying, I'm here to love you every step of the way until you remember who you are, what you are as divine. Until you choose. Have you ever been where somebody makes the choice for you and you you agree with it and it makes sense? You're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. You're choosing it, but I agree with it. That's such a different energy than when you stand and you're like, I'm choosing this from the depth of my being. That is a claim in the universe. That's a choice that like it is so. That's what Jeshua is inviting us into and being so patient and loving as we move through this process. So, there is so much in just three sentences, and we have only four hundred and, I don't know, fifteen pages to go. this This podcast might be a lifelong thing, but uh, it's I love it the 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 words sing in my soul, and I just want to share it with everyone here. So thanks for listening, and uh, have a great day.